Hello and hola friends. Welcome to the Medicine, Marriage, and Money podcast, the only podcast for dual physician couples who want to achieve marital interdependence and financial freedom together. In this podcast, you will learn how to show up as the best version of yourself so that you can love intentionally and build a stronger and more financially savvy relationship with your spouse. And I am your host, a physician mom, a doctor's wife, and a life coach, Dr. Kate Mangona. Welcome, bienvenidos. Happy Valentine's Day! Okay, today is February 14th. 2022 Valentine's Day. So how to have a successful Valentine's Day. And oh, I didn't introduce myself. My name is Kate Mangona, yours truly, the host of Medicine, Marriage, and Money. And today we will talk, be talking about how to have a successful Valentine's Day. And if you're listening to this after Valentine's Day, no worries. Guess what? This applies every single day of the year. <laughs> so you can decide to have your Valentine's Day today or tomorrow. That's totally cool too, if you're not listening on Valentine's Day. And you could save this for next year. So listen now because I'm gonna give you three tips of how to have the best bomb diggity, love-filled, chocolate Valentine's Day. Number one, come with love already in your heart. Come with love already in your heart. Come with love bursting at the seams, ready to explode from your heart. What does that mean? Well, that means that you're not coming to receive love, okay? You're not coming with the expectation you're going to be loved. You're not coming wanting love because you are love. You're embodying love, just simply being yourself. And how do you do this? I mean, that's a great question. And there's different ways everybody does this. So number one, I think you need to fill your own needs, meet your own needs before you even wake up. How are you gonna do that? Well, first of all, you have to determine what your needs are. So do you want to have flowers? Do you want to receive chocolates? Do you want jewelry? What do you want? Do you just want time by yourself? Do you want a hot shower? Do you want to get your makeup on before the kids come in the room and start jumping on the bed, start complaining that they need their milk, they need want water, that they need to go to pee or, you know, tinkle, poop before any of that stuff happens? What do you need? You need to go into the bathroom, lock the door for five minutes, be able to take a hot shower, get dressed, get your pants on <laughs> before you can walk out to the kitchen. Hey, sometimes I'm walking out to the kitchen in my robe because I have not have time to do anything for myself before I got to get breakfast on the table for the kids before they have, you know, just the absolute tantrums. So what does it look like to you to come with love already in your heart? You're content. Are you content? Are you calm? Are you at peace? And then be ready to give that love every moment. Be, be, be looking for opportunities to give love instead of expecting to receive it. Okay. Because when we wake up expecting breakfast in bed, expecting, oh, that's Penelope there, expecting the dog to already be taken out. When we're expecting the kids to have already gone to the bathroom, gotten dressed, when you're expecting somebody else to have made your coffee, when you're expecting somebody to give you permission 
to get dressed to have that shower? Well, that's a lot of damn expectations. Okay, so let's just figure out what we need in order to already show up in the relationship with love, to embody the entire day with love. Okay, so you may need to think about this, but I am telling you, what you need to do is figure out what you need in order to feel loving. Okay, the key is feeling loving and not loved. Because in order to feel loved, we often think that the people around us need to shower us with praise, attention, uh, gratitude, and love, right? Because that feeling of loved is what we're searching for. When actually, if we were to show up loving, already loving, we would already be filling our own void by loving ourselves first. So ask yourself what you need and give it to yourself, okay? Tip number one for how to have a successful Valentine's Day. Number two, if you're a Valentine's Day date wannabe, you got to have the date on Valentine's Day or at least planned around Valentine's Day. You want that alone time with your loved one. You want the special sparks to be flying in the air. I'm going to tell you something. You might need to plan that date yourself. You might need to plan the entire day yourself. Plan the date you want to go on. Plan that Valentine's Day out and always have a backup plan that you'd actually want to be doing just as much as your plan A. Okay, so say you want to go to dinner with your spouse. You create the reservation. And this might be too late to do it today. I know in Dallas, you have to like create the reservation months in advance. Well, so maybe you're already planning a plan B because your restaurant is taken. So be okay going to the restaurant that you don't need reservations for. It might not be the restaurant that all the foodies are going to. It might be the one you're sitting outside on the patio or <laughs> with, your, with your parka on. It might be the one where you go up and you order at the counter. Okay, so figure out what you wanna do and plan it yourself, okay? Whether you need to go to the grocery store now, buy the food to make it at home, and then that also often involves childcare. So say you have a babysitter, always have a backup plan. What if the babysitter gets sick? What if the babysitter no shows? What if the babysitter cancels? That happens a lot, y'all. I'm on a, a, my thread of friends, my Dallas girlfriends, and that happens quite a bit. They're like, my babysitter just canceled. So-and-so just canceled. Who's got an emergency contact I can call right now because we got to get to this wedding reception? You know, well, it's Valentine's Day. If you have your heart set on going out to dinner, just you two, the kids being watched by somebody else, have a backup. Whether that's going to be if your in-laws live in town, if your parents live in town, mine don't. So are you going to have a friend that you can always reach out to? Maybe uh, a neighbor, an older neighbor who lives nearby who's always, who always is telling you, let me know when I can watch your kids or a friend or another emergency babysitter, get those networks in place. Or maybe what if you can't find childcare? Okay, so you put your other half in charge of bedtime bath time while you decide you're going to go pick up food, get your food you want, bring it home. And then you guys have that romantic evening. You get your candles out, you dim the lights, 
you put the tablecloth over the table, you put the twinkly lights up in your living room, and you have it right there. You get whatever you want delivered to your house, you go pick it up, whether it's your Thai food, your favorite steak restaurant, and you create it. So always have a backup plan. And you know, when I have uh, clients who I've been coaching for a while, they often hit this point where they're, where they've been, you know, going, going, going so well, right? And then after multiple months, they're like, they hit this epiphany where they realize, you know, the spark has come back into the relationship. They feel more connected. They feel more at peace. They feel more in love most of the time. You can't be at peace 100% of the time. We know that. And they say, why does it always have to be me? Why am I the one who's always putting in the work? Like, why, why can't he or she ever step up? Guess what? What's wrong with that? If you're the one putting in the work, you're the one growing. You're the one that is creating all the magic, which means no matter where you are in life, no matter who you're with in life, no matter where you go, in what work situation, life situation, friendship you happen to be in, you're going to be the one creating the sparks, making the magic happen. You are in charge of your own feelings and that never stops. I think we think that at some point we've put in so much work that we can just stop and then, okay, well, well, I, I, I've come this far. Now, can they just meet me over here? No, it never works that way because only you know what you want at every single moment because guess what? It changes. It changes like the wind changes, like the weather changes in Dallas. It'll be hot one day and it'll drop 20 degrees in an hour and there will be, it will go from sunny and 70 degrees to snowmageddon, 20 degrees, pipes freezing, pipes busting. So this is what I'm telling you. It's up to you. Okay, so all the expectations that you may have for somebody else, wipe them away. Wipe them away. Plan the date you want because nobody else knows it but you. Okay. I think I hammered that part home. Number three, this is the third and most important part <laughs> of, well, maybe not the most important part, but this is number three of how to have a successful Valentine's Day. Buy the damn jewelry for yourself. Okay, I have a funny story. So my birthday was last, uh, about a month ago, less than a month ago, okay, last month. And uh, my husband and I, we, we exchange gifts on birthdays and Christmas. We may have forgotten some here or there. I, I, it just depends on what's going on in our life. But I, was, I, was, uh, I received a very nice gift for my husband for my birthday. Okay. I opened it. It was from a store he had never gone to before. I was, I, I was like, I saw the orange bag. I was a little surprised. I was like, okay, what's inside this? And I open it and, uh, and it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty. But it's not what I would have picked out. And especially since this is my first time actually ever receiving a gift from this store and particularly from my husband. I, mean, I actually had never been in this store except for one time when we went to Paris and we went inside to just to look, right? Say so you've been. And so I 
I thank him. I ask, uh, my, my daughter loves it. She wants to wear it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, let's just keep it here. Let's just keep it unworn for now. And I ask my husband, uh, so how'd you pick it out? And he says, he looks at me with this really puzzled look on his face. Like, what the hell are you asking me? And he's like, because it was there. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I was like, okay, because it was there. And that cue told me that it didn't mean anything crazy special to him. He didn't have his heart set on buying this for like months or years, right? He bought it the day before, I'm sure, because that's usually what happens the day over the day before. He went in, it was there, and he brought it home. <laughs> I think sometimes as women, and I'm speaking for the women here, we think that after so many years of marriage, like seven, they start to understand what you want or what you like, or they'll get what you need. Guess what? That is not always true. Okay, most of the time that's actually not true. They just want to make you happy. They just want they just want to see you they want a happy partner. Like don't we all want our partners to be happy? It becomes and you know, it can't that can't happen 100% of the time. We know that. We're, we we're sad, we're angry, we're frustrated, we're worried, we're anxious. But we like it when our partner is happy because that makes us happy. So, he just wanted me to be happy. So, so the funny thing is I posted it in one of my Facebook groups, one of my, um, one of my doctor mom Facebook groups. And I was like, okay, that's my husband got me. totally not my style. I mean, no, it, it was my style. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't that it wasn't my style, but it's not what I would have picked for the first item that I would have bought at this store. Okay. So I, I, I all the women, I had like 40 women reply. Oh Yeah. Yeah, totally with you. Or, oh, send my husband there. Please tell my husband about that store. Just direct traffic. <laughs> Have him direct traffic. Or, yeah, now I send, what I do is I send my husband links and item numbers. Or I send my, I, I send my husband the name and phone number of my sales assistant and they know exactly what I want at this store. <laughs> and um, here's the important thing on some of those things is you have to know what you want first before you can send that information to your husband or whatever it is, your wife. Say you're the, whoever you are in the relationship, you have to know what you want before you can tell them, right? So like I had never been in this store besides that one time in Paris. I didn't have a, a, a want list. Like I, I never actually really even expected a gift from the store. But when I received it, I knew that's just not what I would have picked out. So what do I do? Well, the next week, I go to this said store without an appointment and I get turned away because you have to have an appointment to go to the store. COVID times, y'all, we are still in them, apparently. So I get turned away. I'm like so angry, super frustrated. I drove across town. I didn't plan it well. I went in the middle of rush hour. I don't know why. It just happened to be. And so it's like I wasted a whole hour of my time and I ended up angry and frustrated. I ended up angry at my husband for giving me this really nice gift that he didn't even know I was trying to exchange and I didn't even make an appointment to go and exchange it, right? And I hadn't even told him this. I was like doing this in secret. <laughs> Secrets out of the bag, y'all. <laughs> so this is the point of the story. I ended up the next week making an appointment, going there, exchanging it. And um, I actually 
got connected with a fabulous sales assistant there just by chance. So nice, not uppity. I was really afraid they were going to be uppity, mean, you know, because sometimes when you walk into these stores and you don't look like you walked out of heaven, they're just, you know, a little bit mean. Well, they weren't. They weren't. He was absolutely divine. If you are going to, <laughs> if you're going there in Dallas, you let me know the orange bag store. I will give you his name. Okay. So the point of my story is I got what I wanted. I was happy and he was happy. He didn't care. His feelings weren't hurt. And even if they would have been hurt, he would have gotten over it. But I told them, I think I told him a few days later, because I did this a yeah, week ago, and I told him over the weekend. And he was like, great. I said, oh, yeah, I exchanged that present you got me from her. He said, great. What'd you get? <laughs> and then I showed him. I made the mistake of showing it in front of our four-year-old. Then, of course, she wanted to touch it and wear it and, like, try it on and all that kind of stuff. But the the here's the thing. I decided that I was going to buy the damn jewelry myself. Yes, he had already made the gesture. He had started. Did I have to uh, pay a little bit extra for what I wanted? Yeah, I did. I did that with my own discretionary funds, with my own little credit card, <laughs> and all was well. Okay, so you can either wait for your husband or wife to buy you the watch, the jewelry, the bag, the vacation, right? It's not always things. Sometimes it's a vacation. Sometimes an experience. Sometimes it's a dinner. Sometimes it's a hired help. Sometimes it's a chef or a babysitter or a nanny. Okay. But for me, it was the damn jewelry. So buy the damn jewelry yourself. If you're not happy with what they give you, you either learn to love it because I have done that before or you go and exchange it and you make it as simple as that. Okay. And whether, and, and what is that? What need is that meeting? That's meeting your own needs. And believe it or not, even if your husband or wife may be hurt from it, they would rather see you happy than having a necklace that you'll never wear collecting dust in your closet that needs an insurance plan, right? That you're going to put on your insurance plan or let's say, you know, right? Just money down the drain. <laughs> and you know, the funniest thing, you know, this happens to a lot of women. Okay. And I'm sure this happens to men too, where we buy the wrong gift or we buy a gift. It's not well received. Uh, yeah. It happened to me one time when I gave uh, Victor a shirt uh, that I bought for him and he was not happy because I don't buy him clothes because clothes don't fit him well. This is the thing. Like if, if, if it's so, it's so hard, you don't always know what is their exact style unless even if you've been living with them for years or their size. So just buy the damn jewelry because no one cares as much as you do. Okay. And if you're happy, the whole house is happier. So with that said, I'm just going to review my three points again of how to have a successful Valentine's Day filled with love, bursting at the seams with love. Number one, come with love already in your heart. The goal should be loving. How can I give more love to myself, 
and to others. Be loving, embody loving. What does that look like? Okay, we often want to be loved and we're missing the point of being loving. Ask yourself how you can be more loving. Start by loving yourself. Number two, plan the date you want to create. Plan that date, that Valentine's Day dinner, breakfast, lunch, day. Maybe it's a whole weekend. Okay, you plan it. Do the, get the childcare, get the dinner, get the food. Maybe it's a, a trip. And then have a backup. Have a backup in case something happens. A backup that you'd want to do just as much, if not even more, than the original plan. Okay? And number three, buy the damn jewelry. Because they cannot read our minds. It doesn't matter if you have been married 50 years. They will never read our minds. They do not pay attention to a detail as much as we pay attention to the detail that matters in our lives. You have control of your happiness. Stop digging yourself into a little hole of misery because you didn't get the correct earrings, because you're not going to wear that bracelet, because you would really rather go on a trip here. Right. Own it, claim it, create it. Okay, and if you need help doing any of these things, I do this for a living, y'all. I coach women to argue less, to love more, and to invest smarter. And with that said, you know how to reach me at medicinemarriageandmoney.com. All I can say is go love your spouse fully and completely and let me know how you did it. Drop me a line. Send me an email, katemangona at medicinemarriageandmoney.com. Tell me how you spent your Valentine's Day this year. I would love to hear it and how you're going to learn from it. Maybe if it was, if you're listening to this at, at the end of the Valentine's Day or maybe even a week later, what are you going to do next week? How are you going to create that perfect uh, loving presence in your heart? How are you going to plan your perfect next date? How are you going to set aside time to spend with your spouse or with you? And what item do you have on your wish list that you're going to just buy yourself, girl or guy? <laughs> so much love to you and your spouse. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional, medical, or financial advice. The opinions provided on this podcast are those of myself or the invited guest alone. They do not represent the opinions of any particular institution. Always seek the advice of your physician or financial advisor any questions you may have of a medical condition or financial plan. This is for your entertainment only.